Welcome back to another episode of Guidance with Gab. Today we're focusing on intuition. What is intuition versus anxiety? How do we know we're being intuitive? And how do we follow the signs that our intuition is giving us? So there's a lot of different ways that we can approach understanding intuition. And as I talk about it, I hope everyone understands that I am not a perfectionist with this. Intuition is a really interesting part of you to understand, to unravel, to listen to. And although I am sitting here preaching about it, it does take a lot to practice it and to know when to practice it. Because again, a lot of the times anxiety is really a close friend to intuition when you aren't aware and when you're allowing past traumas and past experiences to clog up your third eye, I guess you can say. Um, so yeah, let's just jump right into it. So the first thing that I think of when I think of intuition versus anxiety is it coming to you in a way that it's like like a nice little wave, like a pat on the shoulder. Anxiety comes to you and it feels like an urgency to like get the fuck out of whatever situation you're in or like you just are overthinking it. There's so much thought behind it. It's not something that gradually comes to you. Anxiety, you're sitting there and you're just like thinking about it and thinking about it and coming up with like all these different stories that could go wrong and intuition is just kind of there to guide you and it feels a lot different internally and a good explanation for this which is a personal story is I have obviously had my fair share of anxiety and overthinking and I'm aware that when I'm feeling anxiety rather than feeling my intuition speaking to me it's because I was sitting there with all of these thoughts in my head and coming up with stories and they were making me feel anxious which also gives you that pit in your stomach and intuition which is also referred to as like a gut feeling they're they're so similarly located in your body so it could be hard to figure it out but mentally anxiety is something that I've like harped on I've thought about it I've really taken the time to investigate but intuition comes to you kind of when like you're not thinking about it. You'll be doing something random. You'll be, I don't know, painting and you just have a clear thought that comes to your head or a clear knowing or whatever it may be. And you just feel more of like a relief when you hear it. So I used to be a behavioral technician. Um, I was going through a lot of questioning of my job and I just felt like it probably wasn't right for me anymore, but I kept sticking it out because my mindset on a lot of things is just give it time and maybe something great will come out of it. So I try to give my all in whatever I'm doing until I'm fully like, yep, nope, this is definitely not for me. So one day I was sitting at my table and I did get a call saying that something had happened with one of my clients. And in that moment, it was such a calming reassuring feeling of okay like let it go this this is your sign that it wasn't meant for you 
I have been asking whether it's my higher self, my intuition, my spirit guides, a higher power, whatever I was asking or who I was asking this question to, I just kept asking for a sign. And when I had the phone call, all I heard was, okay, like this was your sign. Like you've been asking for one and this is your sign and you just need to follow it. And in that moment, it wasn't this urgency of like, shit, I need to call them and I need to tell them like, this isn't for me. I'm done. I'm freaked out. What do I do? It was more of like, okay, my time here is up. My growth here is finished and I'm on to the next thing. And it wasn't this feeling based out of fear. It was just a normal, calming sensation. And a lot of the times I like to compare it to like a stamp of approval. Like the universe, you've been questioning something for a bit and that one sign comes to you and that's kind of the universe's stamp of approval. Like, yeah, nope, you're done. And and that's okay. And it's, it's more than okay because that means you're doing something good. You're listening to yourself. But how do we get there? How do we get that in tuned with ourselves and in touch? My biggest piece of advice is to even the smallest of signs, go with it and listen to them because the more you accept what your intuition is telling you, the more your intuition is going to give to you, if that makes sense. So um, think about a time that you had a friend and they were going through a breakup and you're sitting there and you're giving advice and advice and advice and then they get back together with their person and then they they're really upset they call you and you're sitting there and you're giving the same advice and they're not listening what are you gonna do you're probably not gonna keep giving the same advice or any advice at all because if they're not listening what is the purpose of you continuing to give the advice i kind of see it the same with an intuition so If you keep denying your intuition and not listening to it, it's not going to feel as if it should show up as much. You're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting the signs. You're not trusting your higher self in guiding you. So it's not going to want to guide you. And your higher self is always on your side. But if you're constantly shutting it off and shutting it down, it's not going to be able to be seen. So that would be my first piece of advice is continue to listen to what your mind, your body, your intuition is telling you because it is working for you. And the more you give it the power to expand and to really connect, you're going to see some crazy results. When your intuition starts to build up, it is one of the most like It's a little scary because it's kind of uncomfortable, but it feels so good to know that you're, not that you're right, but that you are intuitive. It's just such a good feeling. And that kind of brings me to the next topic of releasing personal attachment to the feeling. So like I said, it's not about wanting to be right necessarily, you need to let go of the feeling of like, I want to be right because then you might be shifting the circumstances of whatever you had the intuitive feeling about. So you need to release the personal attachment to the feeling you're receiving when your intuition is speaking to you. A good question that I like to ask myself is, if I'm right, then what? 
Like, then what? What happens if I'm right? That just means my intuition was in tune with the universe. It doesn't mean that, like, oh, cool, look at that. Like, shit, look at me. I'm right. No, there's no bragging to it. That's not the purpose of listening to your intuition. It's allowing guidance to come into your life. It's not about being right. If I am right, then what happens? You need to stay open because you might be trying to find answers that aren't there when you want your intuition to be right. You need to listen to your intuition and then let it happen. So if you have an intuitive feeling that something is going to happen, whatever it may be, and it doesn't happen, you might be trying to find that event in other places to be like, see, I was right. But maybe you weren't. Maybe it was a little off. Maybe it's not meant to happen right now. Maybe your intuition was telling you something that's going to happen far in the future. You don't know, but you don't want to try to fit a circumstance into what your intuition was telling you. You don't want to create a situation just so that your intuition was right because that's not building up your intuition to be strong. That's fulfilling your ego in being right because your ego loves to be right. So that separation and that detachment from your intuition and your intuitive feeling inside and what is going to happen are different. Like you definitely need to separate those moving forward. So I think that that's another important thing. And something else that I have found super helpful is like the basics, like go back to the basic things like meditating, having a calm mind, releasing attachment, um, not competing to be right, journaling and reflecting. So meditating gives you a calm mind. It helps your mind kind of settle in. Even if you're feeling monkey mind while you're meditating, the effects after of giving yourself the space of just being and there's no specific thing that you're supposed to be thinking about or doing and you're just letting yourself be you're letting yourself come back into your true self which i think is pretty awesome um i heard a noise and it scared me a little bit if there was a pause i was like uh what's that noise another technique that i find super helpful that i got from the book called the instruction it's about your soul levels is tapping in and talking to your spirit guide. So whether that's a family member that has passed, someone that you think is looking out for you, your higher self, the universe, God, whoever or whatever it may be, you start by laying down and you ask that they're working with you in your highest interest. And you invite them in and ask them to bring you to a tranquil, calm state. And once you get to that state, of just like a meditative state you ask them a question that you've been thinking about or harping on or a decision that needs to be made and you ask their guidance and you just simply sit and listen you're not thinking about it you're letting them come to you you're letting your true self speak because what i feel is that it's it's what i already know i'm just letting myself hear it i already know the answer i'm just allowing myself to hear it and when they come to you they're going to answer in probably not a very direct way it might be pretty vague if you ask them if a certain person is for you they might give you another statement that will affect your feelings and 
kind of make you understand whether they are for you or not. Um, and then you want to make sure to end the session um, at the end so they know that, okay, we're stepping out of this person's body, mind, and we're returning to a different plane that we're at, which is not Earth right now, <laughs> if that makes sense. So I think that that's a pretty cool technique, and I've been using that for a while, and it seems to be really helpful, even if you're just checking in and it's not a major decision that needs to be made. You're just checking in with your spirit guides, starting that conversation, that connection, that relationship. And I find that it really helps build your intuition a little bit more. So that's for meditating. For journaling, I think it's super cool um, to write down your progress with your intuition. Because once you start writing it down, you're kind of aware of patterns. You're aware of certain signs that might come to you. Um, you start to build that understanding of what is your intuition, when it has been right, when it hasn't been right, or like how to tell the difference really, you know, because again, sometimes it can feel like anxiety and you want to differentiate the, the, um, the feeling, you know, because you don't want to sit there comparing anxiety and intuition and wondering the difference. One is so helpful and the other one is typically a trauma response. So, um, let's see. I wanted to find this section that, okay. So speaking of like the anxiety and, uh, intuition again, really quickly, I found an example that I thought was super helpful for me in understanding it. So if you are with your partner, again, I'm always relating things back to a relationship. You wake up, you feel fine and you get like a gut feeling when they text you saying like, we have to talk. You get a pit in your stomach. You just feel uneasy. And cheating is a very easy thing to jump to. And they, if you're just assuming that they're cheating, it can cause a distrust on their end. You know, so it's important to be sure and to like speak carefully. But if it just came out of nowhere and you've never harped on the feeling of your spouse cheating on you and you randomly get that nauseous feeling like something isn't right, then maybe your intuition is right. But if you have had that fear because of past experiences in your life of I'm so scared to be cheated on, I'm so scared to be betrayed and then you get a text saying we need to talk and your mind is racing and you're thinking, oh my goodness, they probably cheated on me. Oh my God, that's that's your anxiety. That is your fear talking. But if you never really had that thought at all and then you received the text and felt a gut feeling of like this doesn't feel right, then maybe maybe something is up. And nausea is a common uh, clairsentient. Uh, I can't really. I'm so bad at pronouncing things. It's an example of like a toxic relationship or like a breach of trust, something like that. Um, so jumping into the Claire's, I'm going to butcher all of the names. I'm so sorry. This is like the Yama and Nayama episode all over again, except these are um, not in Sanskrit. These I just, I can't really say them well. So the Claire's, that's like an umbrella term for clear abilities. So they could come to you in different forms. Your intuition comes to you and speaks to you in different ways. And some people have a heightened version of one of the Claire's and others will have a combination of all of them. The one that I feel most 
connected with is claircognizance, which is a clear knowing. Claritangency is psychometry. Oh my goodness, that's so embarrassing. I just said psychometry. No, psychometry or knowing by touching an object. An example of this would be thrifting. So you're at a thrift store and you touch an object or clothes or a hat and you're just kind of getting the feelings of something that the owner may have experienced. So I feel like thrifting is a super cool way to figure out if you have that, but you're not sitting there like testing it out, but it's just a cool way to sense it if you do have it. Um, Claire Gustins, Claire Gustins, I don't know, is clear tasting. So you taste something and you just have that um, feeling of something happening or it relates to something or you, you're, you'll be sitting there and you start to get literally a bad taste in your mouth. A bad taste in your mouth isn't just um, like a metaphor. It can be literally like I have a bad taste in my mouth and something I'm getting a bad feeling about something. You might taste a certain food later that day. That food appears at the party you go to. Um, Claire Alliance, Claire, Claire Alliance, I don't know, is clear smelling. Um, if you're smelling fire, for example, and there's no fireplace near you, there's no fire, and then a week later, your neighbor's house has a fire. That's your intuition speaking to you through that. Clear sentience, someone listening that like is way better at pronouncing stuff is listening and is like, I swear to God, I'm never listening to this person. So I'm sorry. It's a clear feeling. That one I think is very easily confused with um, paranoia or something like that. So that one I find a little hard, but you just get like that feeling and you know that something is wrong or you know that something is right. I think that one is really related to all of the Claire's in a way because after you get one of the other signs, a feeling is sometimes associated, if that makes sense. All right. Um, and then clear audience is clear hearing. So that's the example of like, this is your sign, hearing like this is your sign in your head and it doesn't feel like it's coming from you. It's coming from your Claire's, <laughs> it's your Claire's speaking to you. And then clairvoyance is clear sight. Those are people that can, or like that's the sensation of being able to see what is happening or what will happen. That one seems to be like most related to psychic, psychics because they are usually seeing things um, to the common world. And again, I want to just make a clear, um, a clear little reminder that although I'm saying that like you can get a feeling from the Claire's which sometimes they do come up like something can be unsettling you know like if you are smelling a fire that might be unsettling to you but there isn't that personal attachment to it and it doesn't come with like strong emotions connected to it if that makes sense it's not like you smell fire and now you're thinking of when you were five and you were in a house fire that's not the same feeling anything with intuition doesn't come with like a strong hard emotional attachment or connection it comes with a flow it comes like a tap on the shoulder um so i just wanted to make that clear before i <laughs> before i continued on 
So these are just a few examples on how to trust your intuition, how to tune into yourself, how to really know that you're knowing and not thinking and not feeling anxiety. Um, I hope that this was kind of helpful. We must remember to meditate, have a calm mind, release attachment, not compete to be right, journal through our feelings, reflect on what we've experienced, ask ourselves, am I right? And if so, then what? Trust yourself. Trust that your intuition is working with you. And remember to follow your intuition because the more you follow, the more she will lead. Thank you everyone to listening, for listening, not to, wait, to listening, for listening, doesn't matter. Thanks for tuning in, there we go, to Guidance with Gab. I appreciate all your support, your love, and go follow all your intuitions, baby. Mm -hmm.